0: You are listening to episode 112 of the Live Free Podcast. Welcome to the Live Free Podcast. I'm your host, Michaela Quinn, and I am a mom on a mission to help you launch, grow, and scale a profitable freelance business from home. Join me each week for tangible business advice, along with inspiring interviews, all designed to help you mom strong, work smart, and live free. If you are loving this podcast, finding yourself motivated or inspired, learning something new, or just a fan of the show, do me a favor and help me spread the message. Screenshot the episode, add it to your Insta stories and tag me at Michaela.Quinn. Every share helps me reach more and more moms. And I may just share your share and feature you in my Insta stories too, because together we can take over the world. All right, mama, it's time. Grab your coffee, water, or wine because we are starting. Hey there. Good morning and happy Monday and happy May. I hope you have sunshine and beautiful weather wherever you are listening in from. The day that I am recording this, it's actually April 26th and it is sunny and beautiful here in Kansas City. So fingers crossed that this weather makes it your way and stays here. Now, I wanted to do an episode to talk about how moms are actually working at home with their kids because this is something that I've been getting a lot of emails about and I've been answering them one-on-one, but I thought, you know what? It would be great to have a podcast episode about this that I could just refer people to and if I'm getting multiple emails about this, chances are there are more people out there wondering about this and needing help as well. Now, before we dive in to this episode, if you have not yet started your freelance business or don't yet have that solid foundation of what you are trying to do with your freelance business, I want you to check out my Get Legit and Quit kit, MichaelaQuinn.com forward slash legit. It is going to help you get that solid foundation for your freelance business. It's going to help you figure out who you want to work with, what services you're offering, how you're going to package and price your services, help you create your strategy to land clients, and then work on your mindset, plus a few bonuses. So make sure you grab that, MichaelaQuinn.com forward slash legit, just $27 and it will get you that solid foundation that you need to get your business up and running and be ready to land clients. All right, friends, let's go ahead and dive on into this week's episode. So before we start talking about, you know, all of the different options and how how moms are actually making it work to work at home and both be a mom and care for their kids and all the things, I wanted to first say that if you are starting a freelance business or any business for that matter, and you are adding it on, either if you are a current stay-at-home mom or if you are, you know, a full-time out of home working mom the first thing that you're going to need to do is kind of just acknowledge and realize that there are going to be changes that you are going to have to make some of them will be great some of them might be a little bit hard but i think at first you you need to acknowledge okay i am starting something new i am adding something on i'm going to have to make a change And with that, you know, as you're thinking about what changes you're going to have to implement before you even go and make your plan, I want you to get clarity on why, why are you making this change? Why are you starting your business? Um, This is one of the first steps I have women do in my program, Overwhelmed to Overbooked, because the truth is starting a business is hard right? Doing anything new and different and out of your comfort zone is going to be hard. But those women that have a solid understanding of why they are doing this, those women are the ones that push through the challenges, keep going, and end up having that successful business. And if you try to think about why and you get stuck or you're like, I don't even want to do this. Then then stop. Not everyone has to do this. This was just what worked for me. When I think about my why, what keeps me going? And we've done we've done an episode on this. We'll link to it in the show notes. If you go to MichaelaQuinn.com forward slash one twelve, we'll link to the episode about how to how to find your why. But for me, what what it comes down to is in the very beginning, it was I need to make a change. What I have going on right now is not sustainable. I am a miserable Grouchy woman. I am not, you know, living my best life. And that is affecting my husband and my daughter at the time was just McLaren. And so my why was what I have right now is not sustainable. And I knew that changing my attitude and changing my mindset about working full time for pennies was not going to change. So that was part of my why. And the other part of it was I wanted to be home with my kids. I wanted the freedom to plan our days accordingly and go do whatever whatever we wanted, whether it was exploring Science City, going to the park, going to a museum, having a play date, doing a mommy and me class. I wanted to be able to do those. And with working a full-time job, that wasn't a possibility for me. And as my business has grown, that why has transformed as well. When I think about giving up, when I hit a challenge, or sometimes the work I'm trying to do feels way way too big for me, I think about my kids. And I think about, okay, how is my example setting them up for success? Kids, we could tell them all day long, oh, you need to face your fears. You need to go after your dreams. You need to try and try again and never give up. But unless they actually see us living that, those words mean nothing. And so part of my why has developed into I want my kids to grow up more confident than than I was as a teenager, young adult, child. I struggled with that confidence and because I struggled with it, I didn't try a lot of things growing up. I held myself back from probably some cool opportunities. I didn't try out for volleyball my freshman year of high school because I was worried I wouldn't make the team. And then if I did make the team, what if I made a mistake and like everyone was watching me? All of these like fears that held me back. I want my example to show my kids that, you know what? We're all going to have fear. There's always going to be what ifs or moments of failure or worries we have that would keep us from doing something. But I don't want them to be controlled by their fear like I was for so long. And so I know that I have to live that out for them. So that is what I think you need to do if you have not done that yet before even implementing a plan and finding your option to work at home and be with the kids. Because if you don't have that, if you don't have that solid understanding of why, when you hit your first or second or third challenge, you'll throw in the towel. And I don't want that for you. I don't want you to give up too soon. I don't want you to throw in the towel. If this is something that you really truly want, that you need for yourself, that you need for your family, I want you to keep going for it. Now, when we start to think about how are people actually working at home with kids, the majority of us. And when I say of us, I'm, I'm referring to myself and a lot of the women that I've worked with that had similar backgrounds to me and similar desires. They had their job and they needed to work so that they could be at home and have more freedom and flexibility to be with their kids. But they very much needed that financial stability. A lot of us start out our businesses so that we can have more flexibility and be with our kids. And for a lot of us, that means in the beginning, we cut out daycare. You do not have to do this if that, you know, if you don't want to. But for me, when I was in this place of Michaela back in 2016, wanting to be a work at home mom, I thought daycare was the devil. Like I hated daycare, I hated the idea of someone else watching my kids. Hey there, real quick interruption from me, Michaela Quinn. Anyways, I wanted to make sure that you knew that we just added a 12-month payment plan to our program, The Live Free Academy. You can enroll and get started today for just one forty seven. If you go to go.michaelaquinn.com or just head to the show notes on this episode, we've got it linked there as well. You can read all the details and click one of the buttons to go enroll. And on there, you'll see the 12-month payment plan option. When you choose the 12-month payment plan option, you get the entire course the second you enroll. We don't hold anything back because you're on a payment plan. You'll get access to the how to build your business from start to finish course, skills training, the job leads board, the coaching calls, the student community Facebook group, and everything else that is a part of the Live Free Academy program so that you can get started freelancing and land your first client in 30 days, 60 days, however long it takes you to go through the course and then start implementing. Again, you can see all the details at go.mikaelaquinn.com forward slash academy, or head to the show notes and click the link there. All right, back to the show. I no longer have that same feeling, but I just wanted to kind of share that because a lot of people start out where they're kind of managing it all, whether it's, you know, because they want to, or because of financially, maybe some people are cutting back on their income to stay home and they're, you know, calculating the daycare cost and saying, okay, if I don't make X amount of dollars, then we can cut out daycare and we'll be fine. Some people choose to do that. But one thing that I want you to take away from this episode is that the beauty of working from home is you have the flexibility. To pick whatever you want and create whatever sort of working and momming balance for yourself, and that yours is probably going to look different for mine, and, and that's absolutely fine. And then the other thing I want to share with you is, if something is not working in your schedule and how you're dividing up some of your time, some of your priorities, you can change it. You can change it. It's up to you. So keep that in mind. If something is not working, change it. That is why we start our own businesses so that we are in control. And what's the point of being in control and having our own business if something isn't going right and we just stay stuck in that in that situation? Absolutely not. Don't do that. So some of the main options are naptime hustle. And the naptime hustle is more of the option to where there's like minimal daycare, minimal childcare, um, mom's doing it all. Typically, you are working when the kids are asleep. So maybe that's five a.m. to seven a.m., depending on what your kiddo's schedule looks like. Maybe nap time if if they're still taking naps, one to three. I did the nap time hustle for so long. I worked five to seven a.m., one to three, and then I had in the evenings once the kids went to bed, seven thirty to about nine thirty as overflow. That's just one day, and even though it doesn't seem like the work time is split up. If you look at it, that's six hours a day that I could work around my kiddo schedule. And and that's what I did for the longest time. I would work anywhere from four to six hours a day. And when the kids were awake, I was hanging out and playing with them, taking them to do stuff. And it was great. And I loved it until... Until I became too exhausted and it just wasn't feasible anymore of doing the constant like start and stop, start and stop. And so I'll share share more about that in a little bit. Other moms, and I even did this a little bit towards kind of the end of doing the naptime hustle. There are other options to do like the naptime hustle with having a little bit of help. And so one hack that I did was I use the gym daycare. So we have a lifetime fitness center here and it's beautiful. They have the most like awesome childcare center and a really lovely cafe with free wifi. So you can check your kids into the daycare if you have a membership there and you have two hours a day of childcare in the gym. And you can use that to yes, sit in the cafe and work. And I did that for a while, at least two to three days, we would go to the gym and I would check them in and I would get some work done. Especially when I got super busy, I found that, you know, when the evenings came, speaking of like, if something's not working, it's your job to change it. As my business was starting to grow, I found that in the evenings, I was exhausted from doing everything all day. And I just wanted to relax and hang out on the couch with Colin, with my husband. So I started to kind of have to shift those two hours when I got super busy in to the middle of the day. Now there are a couple other options you have to you know shift more more blocks in. You can start to work with the kids on doing more independent play. If you have younger kids, um, they're not quite old enough to fully entertain themselves and like recognize that they're bored and come up with something that they're going to go do. They're still in like the the toddler. Little kid age, you can get them started, you know, doing some independent play. And one of my favorite podcast guests, it was Tanya Dalton back in episode 98. We'll link to that in the show notes too. One thing that she shared in that is that she started from a very young age, she was working at home around her kiddo's schedule she would put up a sign and give her kids like a countdown. Hey, I'm getting started working. If you need something, you need to ask me now in 15 minutes, the answer is going to be no, whatever it is, it's no. And then she'd give them like, Hey guys, 10 minutes. There's something you need something you want down. You better ask now because I'm about to work for two hours and anything you ask for during that time is a no. And you know, five minutes. Okay, guys, last chance getting started working. And she would stick to that. When you're implementing any sort of new change in your parenting and at home, the kids are gonna, you know, try to test or it's just gonna take time for them to adapt to it. And she shared that she she would just stick to it. So that a kid would come in, hey, can you get me down the play-doh? The answer is no. Like, nope, sorry, you I gave you my warnings. The answer is no. Hey, can I have a snack? Nope. The answer is no. Like and just sticking with that and eventually they're under, they'll understand and, and realize like, okay, mom said she's going to start working. If there's something I want, I need to ask now. Otherwise, mom's in work mode for two hours. Another option is to see if there is a neighborhood kid or family friend to come over and act as sort of a mother's helper for two hours a day. Or three or four, or whatever it is you want. Um, if you have grandparents nearby, you can get them on board to come over and help and play with the kids for you know a couple hours every week. There mm-hmm. are options. So if you're in that state of I want to work from home, but I don't know how in the heck I would you know find the time and make it happen, that's just a problem. That's just a challenge. There is an answer. There is a solution to it. And these are some creative ideas you you can use to help solve that problem. Now, as my business was growing, I, you know, I started with the gym daycare and then we had my mother-in-law, she would come over one day a week to play with the kids. And I just found that I really loved those solid blocks of time where I would get like four hours in a row to work instead of going like two hours break, two hours break. And also like having that set time, because when you're working the nap time hustle, it isn't always so so black and white, right? Like our kids are not clocks. They don't know, oh, mom's, you know, working from 5 to 7 a.m. and I woke up at 6:30. Better stay in bed for 30 more minutes. No, when they're little, they're gonna scream for you and your work time's gonna be over early. And that can be really, really stressful. And it became super stressful for me. So having more of those structured, okay, someone's gonna be here. I know I'm going to have from Nine to noon to work. And that was probably, gosh, McLaren was about two-ish. I started thinking like, oh, she really needs to be in like a parents' day out preschool program. And so then we started looking at preschool and parents' day out, and I found that there were parents day out programs where you could pick like one, two, three, four, or five days a week. And so we signed up for one. We started her just one day a week. And it was awesome. She was there from nine to three. We did that for about six months. And then when she was about two and a half, we bumped her up to two days a week. And then when she was three, we sent her three days a week. And then when she turned four, we sent her to preschool four days a week. And that is an option depending on how old your kids are. It might not be right away for some of you if you are one of those who you know, quit your job, cut out daycare, and aren't making enough to justify the cost of daycare. That can be something kind of to to work up towards. I know for me, that was something we definitely had to work up towards because in the beginning, we we really couldn't have afforded it. So as my business grew, as my income grew, so did the amount of childhood care. And then, with Tommy, we started having a babysitter come a couple of days a week cuz he's home with me and it was i was able to kind of manage it until he was about 6 months old and just work you know with him nearby but then it got a little too much and so we had a babysitter start coming college student a couple times a week and that worked really great now another option for working at home is to still use full time school or daycare depending on how old your kids are maybe they're in school full time and that's not even something you have to worry about. Or they are in a full time, you know, program that you absolutely love and you don't want to change that on them. You don't have to. You do not have to. Like it is all your choice what you do. Because someone else does something doesn't mean you have to. And I think it's really hard in this space we're in now, we you know, with social media, we know what everyone else is doing, or at least half of the picture of what everyone else is doing. And it's easy to see, oh, so and so works from home and her kids are never like, she doesn't use daycare. If she can do it, like, I should be able to do it too. That is not helpful to anyone. And it's definitely not helpful to yourself. And when you are trying to figure out what plan is going to be the best for you, I want you to stay focused on. You and your kids, and what is going to work best for you and your family? Who cares what everyone else is doing? And then, lastly, you know, what comes up a lot, especially if you start out with like no childcare, and then your business grows. And as your business grows, maybe you start to add in a little bit more childcare, and suddenly your balance of what it looks like to work. And be, you know, like the hands on mom doing everything with the kids, that changes a little bit. A lot of moms start to feel some sort of guilt of like, oh my goodness. I, at least for me, I remember the guilt that I first started to have was like, oh my goodness, what am I doing? Like, I quit my job so that my kids would not be in daycare, so that I would be their sole caretaker. And for a while, it like, you know even though i was in that stage of oh my gosh what what i currently have right now is not working for me i was really resistant to the idea of adding on childcare even though i knew that would help with some like some of what i was feeling mentally and emotionally but i was so resistant to it because of why i started my business and finally i just i i can't remember what it what it exactly was but i remembered i started to flip the script around what I was telling myself and making like having child care mean. So like some of the thoughts going through my head were like, Oh my gosh, like, who are you? You started this business to be more with your kids. Like you're a terrible mom and blah, blah, blah. And so I just started to flip it and look at, okay, is there a positive side to this? And there is, I don't want my kids to grow up and think that being a mom means You have to sacrifice everything you want for your children. Sure, there is sacrifice in being a mom, but it doesn't mean every single moment of every single day is a sacrifice for your kids. Like, we are still people who have our own hopes and our own dreams, and we deserve to go after them. And I know that when my kids are grown up, I don't want them to think being a mom means they have to give up their dreams. And so in all reality, like my example is modeling for them having that freedom and flexibility to create a life that you love. I don't want my kids to ever think that they are stuck when something is not working. I want them to adapt and change and, and make something work. I want them to see that their happiness is a choice. And you know, if there's ever a problem that comes their way, they can always solve it. We are not just victims of our circumstances. We have the power to make choices to positively impact our lives. And then I think about all of the good that me having a business and me pushing through my own fears shows them. I hope this episode was helpful for you to see a couple different, you know, options and ways that Real moms are working from home and making it happen with kids and work and all the things. And if if there's anything I can do to help you, if you need some brainstorming on, if you're stuck in a situation that's not quite working for you or your family, let me know in the Facebook group or send me a DM on Instagram, and I'd be happy to help you brainstorm and come up with some solutions. But otherwise, I will see you next week. And thank you so much for hanging out with me today. Now, just because the episode is over, doesn't mean the knowledge party has to stop. Come hang out with me and thousands of other mamas in my free Facebook group. Just search Facebook for the Live Free Podcast Mastermind with Michaela Quinn, or go to the show notes. We have it linked there. And make sure you answer the questions so our gatekeeper knows that you want in. And don't forget, sharing is caring. If you are loving this podcast, please take a moment to share it with your friends. But make sure you tag me at Michaela.Quinn on Instagram and at Michaela Quinn on Facebook. See you next week.